Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sport and the connection to the land on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Licence REAA 2008. Yeah, very few Kiwis get to live out just one of their childhood dreams, let alone two, like rugby star turned horse stud owner Dave Dooley. You may remember Dave from his time in the NPC with Waikato and Bay of Plenty, or even in Super Rugby with those red-hot Chiefs, but it's on the farm where Dave now makes his mark. As co-owner of Lansdowne Park, Dave has had an immediate impact on the thoroughbred industry preparing horses for the sales and providing beautiful care and pastures for horses needing a spell. He's on the line with us this morning to talk about his journey as an athlete to farm owner. Morning, Dave. How are you? Morning, boys. How are you? Yeah, really good, mate. Hey, look, before we get started on the racing side of things, what have you made of the Chiefs' performances this year so far? Oh, they've been unbelievable. Really good. Um, I just like their consistency. Pretty, they're in line with sort of how the Warriors are playing. Like they're just so consistent. They're playing well. I don't, I don't think I've seen a bad game from them yet. So, well, we haven't played so they haven't played a bad game ever. So you're a mad Warriors supporter too, Dave, that I've, I've found out. Um, did you stay up and watch uh, the game look, last night? Look, Kempi, I was brought up in Australia. So um, I... Oh, you're a Newcastle fan? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm not a Newcastle fan. I, I, Manly was probably my first team. Uh, you know, like, you know, you had Reggie and those sort of blokes playing there and you sort of had a bit of a alliance because I was a Kiwi living in Australia. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Manly was probably my first team, but... Mate, I'm a Warriors man now. I love watching them. They're just yeah. oh, mate. Look, I I do. You know, I didn't probably didn't watch all the games. You know, when they weren't going so well, but I'm watching them all now. Don't worry about that. Fair enough, Dave. I think there's a lot of people in that boat. Great to have you on the show, mate. Um, you're you're got an interesting crossover of sport and racing. I'm curious when you. You realised during your playing career or your footy career that racing was definitely something you were going to head back to and get really get stuck into. Was there kind of a penny drop moment that that's what you wanted to be doing? Oh, look, I always watched the races. I always had it, you know, like every every you know, Saturday I'll be watching races um, and that sort of stuff. Uh, I was younger. I was brought up with horses and so like it was sort of go back to where my roots were, you know, so I used to ride ponies and do all that right up till I was sort of 10 years old. So, uh, yeah, it was sort of uh, just the love that I had for the horse really would pull me back to it. Must must have been a hell of a big pony that you were on, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I was, a, I, was a, I was a skinny little white boy, mate, that lived, lived in Waharoa. I don't know if you know where Waharoa is, mate, but... Uh, I do. Uh, yeah, 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 so that's... But, yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, no, nah, it was, it was, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, we'll leave that one because that one's a hard one to explain when I look at you now, skinny white boy. You're, you're like seven <laughs> foot tall. <laughs> but how did Lansdowne, yeah. how did Lansdowne Park come about? Uh, Lansdowne Park just came about, obviously finishing your rugby career, like every rugby player is like, what the hell, what the hell am I going to do? You know, what the hell am I going to do now? You know, it's, it's, it's every sort of sportsman, you know, unless they're, uh, a bit smarter than myself, have, you know, university, some have university degrees, some don't. And it was it was like, what am I going to do? What do I love? You know, you put down a list of what you love, you go and see these counsellors and they go, well, what do you love? Oh, I love horses. And so that sort of just eventuated from that. I was lucky enough to uh, have a little bit of money in the bank that I could I could put a deposit down on a farm and, and that's how it sort of started. I was like, started just uh, spelling racehorses and doing a bit of adjustment and and then I, uh, we call it penalties, so you buy them as uh, weanlings and then you sell them as yearlings, and I, I just love that. That was sort of um, what I love, and, and that was sort of where I went with, with it, sort of trying to pinhook. Um, you know, you look at a horse, and it's very much like looking at a bloody rugby league player, to be honest. Like you look at an athlete, you, you, you can look at a Tilbarker chef and go, he'll be a good rugby, rugby league player, because he looks like he can run, and it's the same with horses. So, yeah, and I just had a bit of an eye for a horse, really, so... So there's a bit of natural knack to it. What about learning the the things that are necessary to keep a thoroughbred business ticking over, Dave? Like there would have been lots of nuances, and I'm sure, as everybody knows in the racing game, there are plenty of moments where you go, uh oh, and you kind of got to show a lot of resilience. So you, if you just learnt on the tools, or if you had mentors, or yeah, I've had a few mentors. I've bloody, you know, I had, uh, you know, I've had bloody. Lots of into them. Roddy Sheck, who's uh, Windsor Park stud. You know, I used to live next door to. Uh, so my first farm was uh, on Lansdowne Road. That's how we got the name Lansdowne Park, and it was next to John Thompson. So he was a he was a another mentor for me. Um, those two blokes, yeah, they were, they were very helpful. Um, you do you just learn on the on the job. The thing with horses, and, and if you if you don't do it. Then you, you you know you you never stop learning with them. There's, every day there's something something different pops up with them, you know. They're, and you you've sort of just got to keep learning. I'm lucky my partner's a a vet, um, and you know so we we I'm learning off her every day too, dude. She just uh, she teaches me things that you know vet stuff that just uh, helps with what we do here. So. Oh, good good for the finances as well. Those vets charge through the roof, don't they? Oh. Yeah, it's, they do. They do. They do. They deserve it, though. They, you know, like they they do deserve it. I, I don't want to uh, make the comment that they charge through the roof because uh, you know they, they do deserve what they do because it's a bloody. No. Uh, they go to union. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to get uh, start a, a uh, argument in the house. <laughs> happy wife, happy life, mate. <laughs> I t- totally, totally agree. And and they also do yeah. the the work where where things go pear shape and you 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 obviously none of us are qualified to do it. So they do a very important job, Dave. Um, you mentioned John Thompson. I know you're heavily involved in the Breeders Association as well. You you must have been so proud of the way New Zealand represented itself and and the way that our breeding industry is going. We spoke to Andrew Seabrook after the championships at Randwick and he, he spoke about the bloodlines and, and, you know, our breeders breeding for the racetrack rather than the sales ring. And it must have made you so proud seeing the likes of Rich Hill and Little Lavendale and, well, of course, Waikato Stud, they're no, no exception to success. But, you know, being in your role with the Breeders Association, you, you must be just absolutely buzzing at the moment. Yeah, 
mate. I am absolutely buzzing. Like, so we have a dinner every year, and we have uh, you know uh, a group one dinner for the whole of New Zealand. We normally have about you know uh, we sort of get the twenty two. This year, I think we're going to have thirty individual group one winners coming to coming to the you know to the dinner around about that, um, and it hasn't stopped yet. We've still got Brisbane to go, and I think just tipping you guys, I think there's a couple of horses that we haven't seen yet that might win a group one from New Zealand going to the Brisbane. Um, you know, it's for, for the for the breeder, it's it's just like Quasi is a great story. You know, there's there's uh, so many small breeders, which you know that the service fee back then was seven grand. I don't I, I, don't, don't quote me, but I think it was like something like twenty grand or something to buy a share in the a share in Quasi. So these guys that have got these shares are now you know you can't, you can't those guys couldn't afford the seventy grand, so they've got these shares and they're going to be able to breed their mares, their mares, you know, to, to better to, to Quasier and, and upgrade their, their, their stock. So it's just a win-win for our uh, industry, you know. And you know, you, 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 I, I, you, we, we all talk, we all know Quasier. He's the headline horse at the moment. But you know, you, Sam Bill is just doing a fantastic. He just never stops. He, you, you think the you think the buddy Quasier's oh yeah here we go, and then Sam Bill pops up with Wish I Win and buddy uh, the Derby winner of Gaze there, and it's just how good. You know, how good for the industry at the moment? Just so good. And and just talking about the industry, Dave, at the moment, what what are you? What's your take on it with all the changes that are happening um, and putting put, being put in place? And and are we on a, a sort of golden run over the next five years with, you know, how our three year olds especially have hit the hit the tracks this year? Yeah, I, I, I do think we're on a golden run. I still think we need more stallions. Uh, but he wins the part this year, bought in Profondo, which is a a, a good horse. We need it. Probably need one or two more. Um, what's happened now, because of uh, the success of Satano Aladdin and Quasir and 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 whatnot, uh, the, the next level of stallion is it, it's a little bit harder for a breeder to, to pick where they're going to go. Um, there's a couple of a couple of uh, ones I'm watching. Uh, you know, they've got a drop and just about popping up now. And the Hayside just had a a very good runner yesterday. He watched that run, Louis, uh, yesterday uh, in the two-year-old race. I thought that was a really good run by that ace wife um, of Molly, something of uh, Lance and uh, Scotty. Uh, so there's 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 horses coming. We're in a, we're in a good position, um, and I think we just need to keep getting new stock in, buying a few brood mares. I think you know John is known as the tightest man in um, in, in uh, the thoroughbred game. And he he's very proud of it. Uh, I've never seen his wallet, uh, but that's you know that's, that's him. But I think he's going to have to get his wallet out now with all this money that he's got from Quasi and buy a couple of mares. So uh, next time you, think, <laughs> I don't think they could they, they could get away with putting Prasier up to seventy and then John still being the tightest man in racing because I reckon people will be on to Molly Bloom was that ace high and um, yeah, yeah ace high very yeah, exciting. Go and have a look at that run. That was a bloody good run. I thought really really good. Mm. Yeah. And all yeah. Chestrel, that that will be a great form race. That just a floozy race. Um, they'll they'll all come out strong. Hey, uh, before we let you go, Dave, look, we've gone fifteen minutes and we haven't mentioned it. Rapini, does he still have nightmares about it? Oh, <laughs> uh, look, he, he he does. I think he, you know, <laughs> I, I think he would because, like, you know, who who does that, you know? Uh, I'm talking myself up here. Look, it's the only when I when I was playing rugby, it was the only thing. I, I, I go, look, guys, I don't want to talk about it. You know, it's, it's, I want to be remembered for something else. Uh, I'm not. 
no one else does. But the only thing they remember is, I still get it today. The only odd build will come, oh, you're the guy that ran down that, that winger. So, uh, look, I, I, I play on it now. And it, it was it was sort of 50 metres. It's gone to about 80 metres. Um, if you go and look at it, uh, I probably would have been penalised in, in today's game. I sort of went around the, I'd say neck, but I... Collar. I a little bit higher. Collar, collar. Yeah, so... But it was, uh, yeah, it's something something I could I show my kids regularly. I also send it to any of my mates that want to see it. Uh, so anyone that wants to see it, I pretty much show it to them. Mate, fair enough as well. Oh, I love it. I think it's brilliant. Um, really enjoyed chatting to you, Dave. And Crusaders Chiefs this weekend. The Crusaders would be hard pressed to go in there and stop the Chiefs. I think you'll um, no doubt be very proud of how they're going. Very proud. Very proud of uh, Donk who. Uh, McMillan, I played with him at the Bay of Plenty, and just to see him coming coming along as a coach, you know, like I can see him being an All Black coach one day. Uh, you know, he's got the respect of the players, and he's certainly uh, done a bloody good job there at, at the Chiefs. So. Uh, awesome, mate. Great insight. Uh, very, very stoked to have you in the the racing game here. It's um, very cool what you're doing at Lansdowne Park, and we'll talk again, Dave. Awesome, guys. You guys do a great job too, and uh, we'll. Uh, I love listening to him. We'll, we'll uh, probably talk again soon. There you go. Dave Dooley uh, there at Lansdowne Park, former Waikato player, former Chiefs player, Bay of Plenty player. And, of course, we're talking about the day he ran down Rapini, uh, Rapini Kempi, which is something that you would hang your hat on for the rest of your life. I, it, of course, and build yourself up. I was waiting for more stories, you know, about uh, being the – the sprint champion at primary and intermediate and all that sort of stuff. You know, but he's a good he's a good man, Dave. Um, what a life, you know, going through that sport and then then now in, in that industry. As we uh, always profile on this show, the the the, the similarities between ra- racing and, and sport, especially rugby rugby league, is so similar. So uh, nice to have him on. That's a good get this morning, Louis. Uh, talking about all of the, I guess the, you know, mate, getting horses prepared not that easy.